¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC.
I love it. I love it. Kumasi's most vibrant airspace. Love 99.5 FM. Everyone listens to it. Experience the joy. Love 99.5 FM. Taking you closer to heaven. Welcome to Daily Focus on Love 99.5 FM. Prepare your mind and soul for today's message. Daily Focus on Love 99.5 FM. Start your day right with a word from God. With Hi, welcome to Relevant Life, a program brought to you by Mid-Country Chapel to encourage, motivate and bring this generation closer to God. Relevant Life is proudly sponsored by 8N Pharmacy Swami Marco, ZTH Company Limited, Asafo and Amakom, Morton's Pharmacy, TUC Junction. Stay tuned as our head pastor, Reverend David Kwanza, brings you today's message. Psalm 144, and I'm talking about five very important capacities that you must build in life. You have to build these capacities in your life to ensure that the future is something that you are not worried about or unsure about. It is very difficult to be living today worried about tomorrow. It should never happen to any child of God. You don't have to go through today uncertain of how your future is going to be. The future is spoken unto us by Jesus. On the cross, his last statement was, it is finished. What he was meaning is that after this, there is nothing else and that the work has been done. Somebody say, my price has been paid in the name of Jesus. So on the cross, he was saying that there's nothing new, there's nothing else. There is no other thing, there is no other way to get you completely convinced about your life and about your future. It is finished. There's nothing else to do. We're having a conversation last night. I was telling mommy that that's what it means. It is finished. It means that you don't need anything else to add to what Jesus has done, add to what the Bible says in order for you to survive. People chase other things. People go after flaky things because they have not come to the full understanding of what the Bible has done or what the Bible says and what Jesus has done. It is truly finished. There's nothing else. Once you stick to the word of God, which brings faith in your heart, it is done. Amen. Amen. But the word of the Lord shows us the way to go about life, the way to build certain capacities in us so that we will be able to survive the coming times. Now listen to me very carefully. No matter how today is or how today has become, there is a tomorrow. There's a future. No matter your present state or your present life, there is a tomorrow. So what it means is that at every time of your life, in all circumstances, you must always still prepare for tomorrow. You must build for tomorrow. You must make tomorrow secure. The future must be secure. So no matter how today is, today might be so good, it might be trying, today might be frustrating, today might be enjoyable, you must always know that there is a future and because there is a future, capacity has to be built for the future to be good. Life is in phases also. So sometimes what helped you to survive as a teenager, as an adolescent, won't help you to survive as a married woman. So all through your life in the different stages, the changing scenes of life, 
A believer must always know that there is tomorrow coming no matter how today is. And life is in phases. When you are a single person, the mindset, the knowledge, the practice, the response, the reactions you give unto the circumstances that comes around you, with all its wisdom and knowledge and understanding, can become nothing before marriage. Can become nothing when you move into family life. So it is a wrong approach before marriage. Can become nothing when you move into family life. So it is a wrong approach for a single person to enter into marriage thinking that this knowledge, this ability, this understanding, this approach will let it be successful. It's a different phase. It's a different level altogether. A person who is unemployed but has been trained somehow by school, developed somehow by apprenticeship, this person will go into job one day. This person might gain some kind of vacancy in the coming years. But that is a different world. The approach and attitude must always be there. You should have built it. So that once you move from being unemployed into working under somebody, taking instruction from somebody, being queried by somebody, you'll be able to face that kind of life. Somebody lift up your right hand and say that life is in phases. It is never the same. So the reason why a lot of people melt out or they get broken in the course of the journey of life is that the capacities built were never, were never, never boosted. They were never built on. You cannot go to certain levels with the same mentality, the same attitude because the questions are different, the responsibilities are different, and the choices are also different. Life is in phases. And the other thing also is that men are also different. Men are in sizes. So in building capacities, you're able to get all the needed uh, uh, balance, the needed requirements, so that you'll be able to survive whatever comes ahead. You secure tomorrow by building capacities today. That's how you secure tomorrow. Then there will be no doubt. In the book of Romans, the chapter number 4, Paul said something beautiful. He said, who hopes for what he already has? When it has already been given unto you, it is finished that Jesus said, who hopes for it? You already have it. I hope I have money. You have money. I hope I have peace. You have peace. I hope I have a job. You have a job. I hope I can travel whenever I like. It has already been given unto you. Jesus has done all of that. It is finished. It takes the building of different capacities for us to be able to enjoy what has already been given unto us. Same way Peter also spoke unto us that we have been given all things that pertains to life and godliness. It has all been given unto us. Thanks be unto God who has given us all things that pertains to life and godliness. So sometimes it's like, oh, I'm not lucky. Sometimes, oh, I don't have it like the way they have it. Sometimes maybe I didn't get the opportunities that they had. That is not God's worry. God's direction is for us to build the needed capacities so that he will even out everything for us. You can have what you want to have, do what you want to do. And be where you want to be in life. Somebody say it is finished. That's what he meant. It is not now that you are going to try to do something. It has been done. Build capacities. Psalm 144 and the verse number one. Look at this. Let's run on. Blessed be the Lord my strength. Now David is thanking God and he's blessing God for something unusual. 
something unusual. You know, normally when we would say, blessed be the name of the Lord, blessed be God, we're talking about some kind of miracle that has happened to us. We're talking about some results we have received. We're talking about a certain blessing that has come our way. He's blessing God from the bottom of his heart. And the reason for blessing God is that he said that he teaches, he trains me. God trains me for the training he has received. And, and many of us have come to that point before where you find yourself in a certain situation and by your development and training, you are able to face it and you begin to thank your teachers, thank your mom. And you want to bless your father. Oh, thank God that mom taught me that. Thank God that my father, thank God that the teacher, thank God the lecturer spoke about these things. Thank God the pastor preached about this. That's what he's saying. He's not only blessing God, for a certain breakthrough that has come in his life by reason of material stuff, but he is blessing God because of a training he has received. He realized that that training was enough to see him into the future and to simplify complex issues about life so that he can deal with it. So he said, a blessed be to the Lord my strength, which teaches my hands to war and my fingers to fight. Why is he blessing God? Because God has taught him, God has given him capacity as to how to fight and as to how to go to war. Now, he's not the only person speaking about this. Paul mentioned this also in 2 Corinthians chapter 10 and the verse number 3 to the verse number 6. Though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. So all of them are talking about life and its experiences. Then he said that for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. And then he spoke about thoughts. He spoke about imaginations. Because once he began to talk about strongholds, we are leading, we're talking about the devil. The warfare is not physical, it is spiritual. So we're thinking about the devil, we're thinking about demonic activity. We're thinking about all forms of spirits and the things they do in the realms of the spirit for which God has given us weapons to be able to overcome them now he talks about the manifestation of that warfare and he's talking about imaginations he's talking about thoughts what here is what paul is saying he's saying that the war is spiritual the forces are spiritual but what they do what they seek to do is to influence the thinking of people is to plant thoughts in the minds of people is to cause them to have a certain mindset and approach to life so it is a spiritual warfare that is being sponsored by demonic forces and satanic entities but they manifest themselves through the escuchas ese rugido sientes la experiencia de poder la emoción de la libertad ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura nueva ram 1500 hecha para vivir ram es una marca registrada de fca us LLC. way you think i mean it's going to be very difficult for you to see the devil with horns dancing in your room but he can influence your thoughts he can let you think in a certain way he can fill you with a certain knowledge knowledge and thoughts like it can't work here it is impossible i don't have what it takes you will not see him dancing with a fork in his hand but he has been able to influence your thinking and that's what paul was talking about so the thinking capacity the level by which you reason and see things the scope from which you analyze and interpret things in life can be influenced by the devil and the only way you deal with that he said is by engaging the name of Jesus, the word of the Lord, 
and the blood of Jesus. Fight it. Resist it. Deal with it by engaging these three powerful weapons so that you will not have the capacity to influence your thinking and influencing your thought. I know that there are people that already made up their mind that they cannot do it. They can't survive it. No, this is not for me. It's a satanic influence on the mind of anyone. The Lord free you from it. In the name of Jesus. He teaches our hands to war and our fingers to fight. Because life is rife with warfare. Everything around us is warfare. And I've already said that Satan plays his part in his influence in our thoughts. David spoke about in his life what he has experienced is that God develops us. He gives us the capacity to be able to deal with the warfare in life. So somebody's complaint, somebody's tiredness or giving up might be completely directed or linked onto his ability to resist God in training him or her to fight, in developing full capacity in that person's life. Tomorrow is secured by the development, the capacity building of today. Why, pastor? What you want, somebody else wants it. The bid amount you gave, I will buy it for 100000 Somebody wants to offer 500000 It's a competitive world, so capacity will always have to change. You can't use a single person's budget to run a family of six. So because there is a future, you'll build capacity today so that you'll be able to survive tomorrow. Now, in a world that is full of uncertainty and trials like ours today, thousand cities today seem to be nothing. In a world like this, how do you secure tomorrow? You secure tomorrow by reinforcing the capacities. It's very important to do that. The very capacities that God is building in us, you reinforce them. Now, everybody will be complaining about the hard times and the harsh times and the high cost of living and the challenging time we live in, but focus on building, reinforcing the capacities that God has built. Because these capacities have the ability to still secure a future that is full of uncertainty. God is not going to manufacture anything new. God is not going to use any different approach. He is speaking and is calling for fortification of your capacity so that you'll be able to deal with what is coming. In a world of AI, as we are seeing today, there are so many capacities that people have built, especially with their work, especially with their craft. But the time is coming that robots will take over. Different things will take over. In fact, I want to tell you, there will come times ahead of us that robots will be preaching. And so you can imagine a robot preaching and he's trying to quote something that Charles Spurgeon said in 1642. It will be so simple. And people will be saying, wow, wow. He's able to say what happened in 1544. He can quote Peter and whatever. He can let us know how Peter looked like. So on the screen, the robot will say, this is who Peter was. And by AI, Peter will be there. It means that different excessive approach a very, very strong desire to launch deeper so that we have capacity for tomorrow has to come. A time is coming, robots will replace wives. So by the time the man comes to the house, the robot has cooked everything. Iron. You know, a woman today says, and the marriage is so difficult, and I will wash and I iron. There's no problem for the robot in doing that. She will iron, and you can imagine a robot preparing palm nut soup. 
strength and capacities. Strength and capacities. Ladies are learning how to cook and they have to continue learning because a, a robot can prepare some sumptuous yam with palava sauce. Pastor, do we run away? Do we give up? Do we terminate our dreams and desires in a world like this? No. We reinforce capacities. While others are busy talking, giving up, reinforce your capacities. Because it will give you all that it takes in the name of Jesus to be able to prevail in the coming years. Judges, chapter number 2 and the verse number 21. Hmm. Can you imagine a robot preaching? He has all the Hebrew words. He has all the Greek words. He's connecting. He can quote how Matthew Henry interprets that particular scripture right there. And then quote again another interpretation by another mind of study. It's so amazing how our world is going to become. So strengthening our capacities, reinforcing them is going to be key as we march forward in this life. Now, Judges, the chapter number 2 and the verse number 21. Can we go there quickly? Please. Judges 2, 21. Now, that is what God does. God builds capacities in people. He does that so that we can survive the coming years. And every child of God must embrace and be open for that, no matter the trials of your time. No matter the trials of your time. When we used to go to school and parents were complaining about school fees, there were parents that said that because of the school fees, we can't take our children to school. There were parents who were sweating and crying and trying hard and selling property to take their children to school. The circumstance was that school fees was difficult. Educating your children was difficult. Buying land was difficult. But some parents did that because of tomorrow. Today, their children are secure. But those who complained about the time failed to do the same. And their children are struggling. No matter the time, build capacity. I also will not henceforth drive out any from before them of the nations which Joshua left when he died. Can you move on to the next verse 22? That through them I may prove Israel, train them. I will teach them. So God, what God is doing is teaching you. I've come to understand that even with the work I do, if you want your Christians to do well, it depends on how much they are taught. Jesus told the disciples, go make disciples, teach them the things I have told you. When churches lack the teaching of the word of God, their members are empty. Their members are empty. It, that's, it does not surprise me today at all when there are Christians that are still going for certain things because they've not been taught. They don't understand the word of God. They, don't, they lack the understanding of the power of the word of God. So even in the times of Joshua, the word of the Lord says that God said, I want to prove them. I'm going to, I want to see. I want to use this to develop them. Whether they will keep the way of the Lord to walk therein as their fathers did keep it or not. If you flip to chapter 3, verse 1 and 2, God is saying the same thing. And this is God speaking. He wants to develop. He wants to teach. Why will he teach? So that capacities will be built. In the verse number 1 of chapter 3, the same book of Judges, let me lay this foundation so, so that we'll have some grounds to build our pillars on. Now these are the nations which the Lord left to prove Israel by them. Even as many of uh, Israel as had not known all the wars of Canaan. Verse number 2. Only that the generations of the children of Israel might know to teach them war. So one of the surprising things about the God we work with and we have is that he is always in the practice of teaching to develop, to build capacities in people for their future good. This you have to yield unto. 
You have to embrace it with all joy. It's not only about I went to church and I got a miracle. It's about being developed. Capacity, capacity, capacity. So that tomorrow, and the capacities are different. There are spiritual ones, there are physical ones, there are mental ones that God just wants to build in every life. But here is the good news. The spiritual capacities are so strong in the name of Jesus, so they are able to defy any other capacity at any other level that will come into your life. You can call it mental, physical, you can call it environmental, Spiritual capacities are able to overcome them all. So he taught his hands through all his fingers to fight. And then he taught this generation how to fight in life. You will not face Russia. You will not face Ukraine personally. But there will constantly be wars around you which you will have to overcome. Which you will have to win over them in the name of Jesus. In Isaiah 43 and the verse number 2. The scriptures are very good for us so that it gives us, a, gives us a full comprehension of what we are talking about. Isaiah 43. When thou passest through water, I will be with thee, and through the rivers, they shall not overflow thee. When thou walkest through the fire, thou shall not be burned, neither shall the flames kindle upon thee. God is speaking. The life takes us through things, and he's going to be there. He's going to be ever-present so that he will be able to see us through them. In Psalm chapter 34 and the verse number 19. Psalm 34 verse 19. Various things you're going to go through. But God said, I'm going to be there and I'm going to stand with you. We'll come back to these scriptures. Many are the afflictions of the righteous. Many are the afflictions of the sinner. Is that what the Bible is saying? Many are the afflictions of the unbeliever. Is that what the Bible is saying? Many are the afflictions of what? the righteous but the lord deliver him out of them all how is god able to deliver the righteous from the afflictions and from the adversity he develops them or he he is able to help them or deliver them by building capacities in them all that god is doing in your life from the day you got born again unto today are the keys that will let you make it in life in the name of jesus I preach to you, you are making it in the mighty name of Jesus. You know, some people have given up. Do you know that some people have just given up in life? They don't want anything again. They are just taking it as it comes. Whatever comes to them, that's all. But you have been able to make decisions and make choices, reject certain things, go for certain things, patiently wait for a timing of God in your life instead of rushing and going ahead of him simply because you have been developed may the lord complete that good work lift up your right hand and say that in the name of jesus i am developed i am proven i am built by the holy spirit and have no fear for my future i want to hear it louder i have no fear for my future my capacities are built and god is still reinforcing them so that I will have a future of peace in the name of Jesus, a future of joy in the name of Jesus, a future full of love in the name of Jesus, a future full of his power in the name of Jesus. Say it again, I'm not afraid of my future because Jesus said it is finished and the spirit of God is building me up 
us in this life in the mighty name of Jesus. Can you give the Lord a shout and a clap in the mighty name of Jesus? That's all that God is doing. Pastor, do we have to go to church every week? Yes, because capacities have been built. And why is that necessary? Because something you want, somebody else wanted. You might see a lady and you want to propose. There's another guy. If your capacity is not built well, what do you want to say? It is about capacity. The Lord give you that capacity in the name of Jesus so that you move forward in life in the name of Jesus and not be left behind. Now, the reason why he teaches us all these things about warfare and how we'll be able to overcome them it's simply because God wants us people to do exploits in life. You have to do exploits. You have to become, uh, you, you have to have the keys to it. The questions that everybody is running away from and do not even want to encounter in life. God wants you to have the ability to answer those questions and do exploits in your life. Deuteronomy 32 verse 11. As an eagle, let's go together one go. As an eagle stirred up her nest. Flatter it over her young, spread it abroad, her wings, take it them, buried them on her wings. Verse number 12. So the Lord alone did what? Teach them. He lead them. And what? There was no strange God with them. It means they are not relying on anything else. They were built enough by God. What God did in their life is enough. And it's very important. Today there are Christians that are running over bottles of oil. They're running over a certain kind of what they call aquanchere. Yeah, because they think what God is teaching them is not enough. It's not enough. And, and, and I'm the kind that, it saddens my heart. When I see people behaving like that, it's enough. This Bible is enough. There's nothing that is out there that is different. Let me show you one. Somebody might want a key or some kind of thing to do for him and his business to succeed. And so he goes to whoever to give him, spread this over the place. The power is in this oil, spread it all over the place. And then the business will be successful. That's not a novelty unto God. In this Bible, the Bible has said that trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him. He will show you what to do. But if you are unwilling to trust in him and follow him, and do not lean on your own understanding, then the Lord will show you what to do. So it's not that there are some forces, powers, whatever out there that can show you the better way to go about it. It's all in God. He's already done it all. So if you go and pay for a stone, for inkuto, for ankatredie, for powder, for red egg, blue egg, once they were led and developed, they didn't need to depend on any other God. That is the thing. If you make the choice to follow after what God has taught me and what God wants me to, I'm going to have God's approach. Escuchas ese rugido? Sientes la experiencia de poder? La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. There will be no strange gods in your life. And the Bible calls them strange because these are flaky things. The things you do that you have to do and all this kind of stuff. What is this? He led them. He taught them. And we are so familiar with this eagle story. I'm not going to belabor that because we already know it. I'm making reference to it because there are certain things. The way God builds us up and builds capacities in us, he uses the eagle's path as an example. Now, why will God do that? We have to be developed, point number one, so that we can fly on our own. 
you should be able to fly on your own. You spread your wings because so that you don't fall down. That's why they spread their wings. So in life, there are moments when your moms will fly, your dad will fly, maybe your husband will fly. In some circumstances, the husband is the one flying. But God wants to develop us so that we can fly on our own. Governments may fly, parties may fly, or they may be doing things for us. But there must be a time that you have to fly on your own. For instance, we I live in a neighborhood where the roads are so bad. And the roads are bad right in front of very beautiful buildings. And so we realize that the government cannot always construct roads. If we're going to wait for him, it's going to take a very long time. So some of my neighbors, they called me from UK uh, this week. And they were talking about it's time for us to fix the road. There are times that the government does it, but there are moments we have to rise and get it done. That's what I'm talking about. Your mother might have done it. Your dad might have done it. But God wants to train you so that you can fly on your own. Your husband's business brings a lot of money. Your wife's business brings a lot of money. But you have to fly on your own. Because a day when that fountain ceases, you're going to be found wanting. So God trained them so that they can fly on their own. It's not going to take somebody to bring them something. Africa cannot sit down and think that they brought us Tom Brown. And they brought us wheat, they brought us rice, and they brought us oil, and then they brought us milk powder. That's not what life is about. A continent like this must be able to fly on its own. We should be able to make our own cars. We should be able to have our own refrigerators. It saddens me so much. Praise be unto the name of the Lord. It's always an honor to come to you at such a time of your day to bring you such truth, to bring you such light and word of the Lord, to begin your day with and to construct your day, your week, and the months coming with the word of the Lord. My name is Reverend David Seth Kwansa. I'm the head pastor of Mid Country Chapel. We meet at a Macomb traffic light opposite the Children's Park. And uh, every Sunday, our services start at 7 a.m. Uh, to 9.15. That is the first service. And the second service starts at 10 o'clock to 12 o'clock. We invite you to come and fellowship with us. We invite you to come and worship with us. It's a season where God is doing powerful things in spite of the challenges that our world is going through. And so we're honored to have you tuning in to our broadcast and being part of this. I invite you every Thursday morning at exactly 520 on Love FM to come and be part of this. The Lord bless you so much. We'll be waiting for you at church. We have meetings also on Wednesday evenings at exactly 6 o'clock, which ends at 8. The Lord bless you and have a wonderful day. We'll be with you again. Bye-bye. You can also be... ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC.